Welcome to the Business Muscle Podcast, where we empower entrepreneurs to transform their businesses into unstoppable empires. I'm Elise, CPA turned serial entrepreneur. And I'm Arielle, a seasoned physical therapist and business owner. We're two female entrepreneurs with a passion for helping small business owners like you achieve massive success. With our combined expertise, we've scaled to an impressive seven businesses in less than seven years. And guess what? Each of them was profitable right from the start. But we didn't stop there. We're here to share our secrets, strategies, and insider tips to help you turn your business into a thriving reality. And hey, we're not just all about business. As a physical therapist and fitness instructor, we'll also sprinkle in some fitness and wellness tips along the way. Join us on the Business Muscle Podcast every Monday as we guide you step-by-step towards financial freedom and building the business of your dreams. It's time to level up your business. Get ready to flex your business muscle. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. Today, we're talking about five reasons why your sales strategy may be failing. We're going to talk through some things like overcoming the challenges such as insufficient sales training, misalignment with your, with your overall business goals, and why your current strategy just isn't cutting it. And this is something we've been putting a ton of focus on for fixed as we focus on our business development and growing our team. Our sales training has become something that's really important to us and has just helped the business start to skyrocket and start to really grow exponentially. So we're excited to dive into this topic. Yeah, I think it's really huge to be deliberate about your sales strategy. And like you said, it's something we've definitely been improving on. And we've seen a huge increase in retention and conversion just because we've implemented a couple of these strategies. So let's dive in. All right. So number one is a lack of understanding of your target audience. So if your sales strategy isn't working, it may be because you're not targeting the right population to come into your studio or into your space or to be purchasing whatever it is that you're selling. So one of the biggest things that we focus on at Fix is trying to find our ideal clients and our niche population. When we first launched the business, we I knew exactly who our target population was going to be. It was someone who was exactly like myself, somewhere that I wanted to go, somewhere where if I was injured, I could go in, I could get assessed, I could get treatment in the same day. So the population that we're constantly looking for is someone who is active, who is potentially injured or wants to prevent injury and who wants to stay healthy for the long term. So going out into our community, that is the client that we're constantly looking for. It's the active population. So when we're going to places, offering free services, just trying to get our name and our brand out there, those are the spaces that we're going into. We're going into CrossFit gyms and local fitness studios and trying to find those exact ideal clients. Yeah, it's so much easier to sell to clients that are warm leads or clients that are your ideal client. And you have to just understand that you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. You don't need to sell to everyone. You find your niche and it makes sales so much easier so that all the effort you're spending, it's you're actually converting into sales instead of just spinning your wheels trying to reach out to everybody and their mom and then nothing's working. You're like, why? We have this sales strategy because you're not reaching out to the right people. Right. Yeah. And when you do have those clients who are warm leads, who are a good fit for what you're offering, it makes the sale easy, right? It's a home run because they're the exact fit for what you're offering. And sometimes this can be a lot of trial and error in the beginning, especially as you're trying to figure out who your target audience is. We did a ton of events in the beginning that would generate maybe one or two leads where maybe it just wasn't the right type of fitness studio where and then we started to go into the actual right spaces like CrossFit gyms and Orange Series and working with runners. And we saw our sales just skyrocket from there because then we were pitching the services that they actually needed. 
Yep, definitely. And things like lead magnets and stuff we've talked about, you can start getting your warm leads and start seeing like who is actually clicking on these things, who's putting their email and what type of person like make note, what's their age, what's their gender, what type of things they like to do, and then really narrow that down and it will make your sales so much easier. Yeah. And if you don't know what a lead magnet is, that is just a piece of content or a piece of free information that you put out in order to get that person's contact information and then gather their email to have them on your email list so that your marketing is then going directly towards that person. So we've used things like shoulder mobility or um, you know, public floor webinars, things that we've put together that are educational, that help us collect the right types of clients, because we know that the clients who are interested in those products that we're offering are then going to be interested in the other services that we offer. And that's a great way to gather contact information for someone to start building trust with those leads so that when you are ready to convert them, you know that it's the exact type of client that you want to be working with. Yep. And then number two, too many options or it's just too confusing. You're not able to communicate what the options actually are. This one's huge. And I feel like something that we learned the hard way in the last three years that fixed is really nailing down exactly what our process is and what our process looks like from when a client walks in the door through the entire process, the entire time that they're with us. So what we used to offer was just too many different options. We had lots of different packages, lots of different things that we were offering. And I feel like once we started to nail down exactly what our perfect offering was for each client, that's when we started to see our sales improve. So now we have a really strategic process. When someone comes in the door, we know that we do our evaluation, we figure out how many sessions that they might need, and we tell them that exact number of sessions is what they will need. Because if you're going into a new place and you don't know what to expect, say you're going in and getting nutrition counseling for the first time, if I'm going in and I don't know what to expect, how am I supposed to know how many sessions I need in order to meet my goals, right? So you can do the same thing for someone who's coming in your door. Just expect that they don't know what is going to get them the best results and help them reach their goals. And you have to be the person to communicate that to them. Yeah. And people want to be told what you're the pro, you're the expert. They want to be told what is going to make me better. What is going to like, if you went, like you always say like nutritionist, like what supplements do I need? Like you're trusting them. You don't want to have to go do your own research, just like for your business. When people come to you, you're the expert. They want you to guide them. They came here because they trust you and you need to have a clear sales strategy on what is the best fit for them based on what they have going on. And I feel like since we became more clear and confident in our delivery, it has been a game changer. Also, it starts right with your website. So when somebody will send me their business website, the first thing I look is like most people do is like, what's the pricing? And if you can't tell right off the bat what the pricing and if there's so many, you have to like scroll and there's this option and this option and this, it's just way too confusing. You need to keep it nice and clean, nice and clear the less options, the better. The businesses that crush it nowadays, the Chick-fil-A's, all they have the simplest menu and that is on purpose. Yeah, definitely. And just too many options gets too confusing. And when there's too many choices, it makes it hard for the client to make any choice. So now when we have a client finishing their session, part of our dialogue at the end of their session is exactly what our recommendation is. So I'm saying to a client, we're going to start with this many sessions. This is the package that we need you to have, need you to complete. Then we're going to transition you to a membership or whatever it else it is for your long-term health. But being really clear that 
this is how many sessions it's going to take to get you better. Or if you're at a gym, this is how many times a week you need to be coming or whatever your recommendations are being really clear on that. And exactly just sounding like an expert because they're coming to you for a reason. They're trusting you with their long-term goals and they expect that you're going to be the one to help them meet them. So really sounding confident and just from day one. And I feel like this goes hand in hand with just over explaining what the expectations are, because if someone's coming into a brand new place, they probably don't know what to expect. So right from day one, I'm telling a client, okay, here's exactly what we're going to do today. First, we're going to do our assessment. We're going to do some strength testing. We're going to see where the underlying root problem is coming from. Then we're going to talk about our different services. We'll do our treatment and then we'll talk about our follow-up plan. So they know exactly what to expect on day one. And I feel like this just helps the client build trust with you so that they know whatever recommendations you're providing, that's going to be consistent for their entire treatment plan with you. Yep. And don't stress them out. The least amount of options, the better. We love to have a couple and like we always have our ideal option, which most people, but then you want it. We say have one that's at least one above, right? Mm -hmm. And then a couple below. So not everybody's, for example, would be a five pack if it's a fitness studio or something. But if that's the package you're trying to sell, then maybe you have a 10 pack above and then a couple below. So you give them some options, but the ideal one is in the middle. Yeah. Most people go for that middle of the road option. We're just going to take a quick break from this episode to remind you about our one hour long brainstorming sessions. We love chatting about all things business and would love to help you deep dive into the challenges that you're facing and give you fresh ideas in order to reach your goals. Whether you're just starting out or have been in business for years, we'd love to brainstorm with you. Head to businessmusclepodcast.com to book. All right. So then number three would be ineffective communication and messaging. So just as we talked about with options being too confusing, if someone isn't clear on what your messaging is and your communication is not clear, you're going to lose that client. It's all about building trust and making sure that the person coming in to see you feels really good when they're leaving and knows exactly what the plan is. So something that we're constantly working on with our clients is building really strong relationships. And this can look like a lot of different things. We're certainly talking about their goals and the reasons why they came into our studio in the first place, but we're also talking about the bigger picture. We're talking about you know, our clients who are having babies, who are getting married, who are going on vacations and constantly building trust because that all plays into their long-term health goals. Like if I have a client coming in who wants to be able to dance at his granddaughter's wedding, that's a really huge piece of his life that if we were just talking about services or not really getting to know this client, we might be missing that piece and missing that underlying motivating factor. That's the reason why he's reaching out for help in the first place. Yeah. And then a huge thing regarding the same thing for messaging is just like knowing and being clear about what you're actually selling. That's another thing on the website, on your social media, when you have, again, like we said, so many options, but so many things that you're selling and not even just pricing options, but like if you if you have no idea what you're actually trying to sell people, how are people actually supposed to know what you're trying to sell? So that's why it's good to narrow down your market, narrow down what you're actually selling and be the best at what you do so that when people are scrolling through and what is their attention rate, like three seconds now, they can actually understand what value they're going to get from your business. Yeah. And that helps you just create content that will be appealing to your ideal client and just helps you get really clear on your mission. And I feel like sometimes there's some trial and error with that too. Like in the beginning of Fix and when Fix was just an idea, I was like, okay, everyone needs dry needling. But now it's like, okay, dry needling is for our client population who fits 
this XYZ, right? It's like injury treatment. It's become more refined on who is appropriate for dry needling. Now we have all these other services that are offerings for clients who are looking for prevention or maintenance or who have muscle strain. So there's a lot more. We've branched out from just 100% across the board. Everyone needs this one service and become a lot more balanced in our offerings. And we've become really clear on our process of who fits into which category for the services that we do offer. Yeah, the last thing that can kind of fit in this bucket is something you know we feel very strongly about, but it's always doing discounts. So if you're always promoting that this is my price, but then every other month you're doing a 25% off sale, that's that's very confusing to your clients. Is it really this price or are you just always going to be doing deals? So being clear about your messaging with your pricing is huge when it comes to the sales. Yeah. And sales might help you have an increase in revenue short term, but looking at the long-term health of your business, if you can stay consistent with your pricing, that's what's going to give you clients who are going to stay with you for the long run because they trust you. They are constantly coming back to you because they know that your product is worth the price that you're selling it for. And then number four, which is probably what we spent the most time on this year. And I think we've seen the, well, this and number two, the most bang from our buck, but is when your business has insufficient sales training and resources. Yeah, this is something we've put a huge effort into this year and just creating really clear strategies for our team because sales is something that's challenging to teach, especially if you're a business owner and you've never dealt with sales before. Like myself, I'm a physical therapist. When I was working at my old clinic, patients were coming to us because the doctors told them that they had to be there. It wasn't something that I needed to sell them on, right? Their doctor gave them a prescription that said PT twice a week for the next eight weeks and they just did it. Now it's like, okay, someone's coming into this studio where we do things a little bit differently. They don't know exactly how things run and we have to build that trust from day one. So when translating that to our team and educating our team on how do we actually retain these clients and how do we get them to come back, doing our sales training and having our video training about how exactly we word things, really communicating effectively and helping our team build confidence with the way that they word things. Anyone who goes through our training does practice sessions where they actually practice talking to clients. They practice going through the wording on how things are things are dealt with. They practice handing things off to the front desk and the wording that works and what doesn't work. And we're constantly giving that feedback to our team and listening in on their conversations and seeing what we can improve, what went well, what didn't go well. Yeah, I think over-communicating with your team is huge. Constantly reinforcing like what is important, what you have going on. If you are doing a deal or something like that, you want everybody to be on the same page. You want to know what you guys are pushing for. You want to know what you're trying to sell. You don't want them to just expect to kind of read your mind and what's important to you. You need to over-communicate. Make sure everybody's on the same page and you're continuously going through and reminding them about the training. Right. Yeah, and there's going to be seasons where you're putting emphasis on different things. Like there's a season where we're emphasizing this certain package or there's a season where we're emphasizing memberships. But when we're all on the same page and the team is rallying, we're all in our group chat together talking about, oh, this person's on membership, this person, you know, really bumping each other up. That's when the team is motivated and wants to continue to push the needle forward and get to the long-term goal. And how do you reinforce this type of thing? Through tracking. And so we're tracking retention, tracking different KPIs and actually having your team 
reflect on it regularly, follow up on what doesn't work, what's been working and stuff like that. So, and you continue to reinforce that this is important to the business. And it's something that we're going to look at every single month, every single week. And I know maybe every single week now that Mike pushed us to start looking at things more often last week, but having the team have access to that information and not having anything be hidden, be really clear about what their retention was for that month, what are the ways that we can improve also shouting out the things that went really well, because a lot of our team is crushing it. Week after week, they're just showing up. They're helping us all level up and get better. And I'm continuing to learn things from them. They're sharing things with the rest of the team. And it really just motivates the entire team to take things to the next level. Yeah. So if you want to increase your sales, you need to train your team. That's something that we learned that everybody needs to be on the same page. And it has paid dividends for us this last year. Absolutely. All right. And then number five is misalignment with the overall business goals. So if your sales strategy isn't aligned with the broader goals of the business, that might result in conflicting conflicting priorities and wasted resources. So you really need to connect your overall business goals with your sales strategy. So for fixed, the biggest thing that we've been focusing on is the long-term value of your clients. So we're really trying to focus on not always getting out there and getting brand new clients over and over again, but thinking about what value we can provide to our current clients to help them stay with us longer. So we've kind of transitioned away from our original sales strategy. Now we're focusing more on our memberships and how can we continue to promote health for the long term? Because fix is about promoting health, not just for the next five years, but the next 10, 20 years beyond. And if we can retain our current clients, it's going to be so much more beneficial to us than always having to get out there and get new clients. Yeah. A good thing to start with is just what are your business goals? What are your KPIs? What are you actually tracking and trying to push for, for the next year, five years, and then dial in your sales strategy based on that. So you're actually pushing packages and things that align with your business's why and your business's long-term goals. Yeah, exactly. And keeping our current clients happy has been something that's been so beneficial. It's helped us just level up the current services that we're offering. It helps us keep things interesting for our current clients and really just helps the predictability of the business as well. Because when you're always reaching out, trying to get new clients, every month is a little bit unpredictable versus if you have your regular set revenue that's coming in every month, it can put your mind at ease so you can focus on the things that you want to focus on and not being always constantly worrying about where your new clients are going to come from. Yeah. So these are our five ways that if your sales strategy needs a little love, needs a little glow up, this is how we have been able to increase those processes over the last couple of years. Whenever we onboard people, we're always like, I know sales, it kind of feels icky. Like it's just, you didn't get into this to be a salesperson, no matter what industry you're in, fitness, selling products, anything. But in order to do the things you love and to serve the most people, you need to nail down your sales strategy so that you can actually survive as a business and continue to do the things that you love. And if you really believe in what you're offering, it doesn't feel icky. It doesn't feel like sales, like right? Like you have, you know exactly the trajectory that someone needs to follow in order to reach their goals and whatever you're offering is. So if you can nail down these strategies, it just helps that process become even more refined. 100%. So hopefully this was helpful. If you guys have any questions, you know where to find us at the Business Muscle Podcast online. You can find us on Instagram at Business Muscle Podcast. You can reach out. We'd love having some brainstorming sessions with some of you guys that are just starting out your businesses or maybe need a little love because you're stuck and you just need somebody to you know 
bounce some ideas off of. So definitely reach out to us. I'm Elise Kyra on Instagram. And I'm Dr. Ariel.dpt. We will see you next week. You just finished another episode of the Business Muscle Podcast. If you found value in this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Your reviews mean the world to us and help us reach other listeners who can make a big impact in the business world. Don't forget to join our Business Muscle Podcast Facebook group where you can ask questions and chat with other like-minded entrepreneurs. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll bring you more expert advice and practical strategies to help you thrive. Thank you for being a part of the Business Muscle community and we'll catch you in the next episode.